Kingdom in. Hey, I hope you guys are doing great. This is Shane again. Happy New Year to you guys. Hope you had a successful Christmas. Hey, I'm excited today. Uh, I have a special guest with me to kick off the new year. We're going to be talking about goal setting. With me is Osvaldo Bautista, better known as Obi. Obi, how you doing, man? Why don't you introduce yourself? Well, first and foremost, Happy New Year, as always. New year, new things, new beginnings. I know we have this uh, thing in the Hispanic community where we get a bunch of grapes, and yeah. as you eat them, you have goals and stuff. Oh, okay. So, man, I'm looking at having a great conversation with you about that. I should have brought some some grapes in here. I, right. I never heard about that. Missed that on that, man. That's Missed that on that. Awesome. But yeah, brother, you know, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a great experience. My first podcast ever. Excited. There, there you go. Um, but a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Cuba, a little little town called uh, Maniabon. No idea what it means. It's just a <laughs> random Indian name that they have for the native Indians that were down there in the island. And uh, it was about until the age of eight that my mother and I moved to the U.S. Okay. Uh, we lived in Miami for a while. You know, Cuba number two. Every Cuban goes through Miami <laughs> for at least a couple of months or some spend the rest of their life there. Yeah. For me, not so much. We, we stayed there for a couple of years. I went through middle school a little bit, and then we moved up to Charlotte when my mom remarried. Mm. Uh, so I was about 13, 14 years old and graduated from uh, school in Charlotte, E.E. E. Waddell High School. Waddell. That's okay. right. Okay. Okay. Did a little bit of um, uh, college at CPCC for a while and transferred on over to UNCC. Finished up, and now I'm back at Liberty University, brothers. Like you, you can't go. ever stop the cycle. There you go. Always and learning. That's right. Can't stop learning. Yeah. And uh, you know, throughout that time when I started dating my wife in high school, believe it or not, mm. we are high school sweethearts. Oh, and we have made it at least until now. I praise God for that. She still hadn't done me yet. It's great. <laughs> uh, but you know, with her, when I started dating her, this was about junior year in high school and she's the reason i started going to church i'm not afraid to admit oh, it okay okay i saw this beautiful lady i was like man is this something different about her my mom was in the faith from when i was younger but that never ruffled my feathers in any kind of way i was just doing what i wanted to do up until that point and uh she introduced me to church uh real church at that time her family was big into the faith and mm. They kind of brought me along, and it was kind of a requirement. You want to hang out with my daughter, you got to go to church. So I was like, all right. So I guess it's not my mom dragging my ear. It's her parents. Oh, okay. And it kind of worked out, man. I'm yeah. thankful that she was able to see something in me that I did not see. Mm. Uh, I think God used her and her family in so many ways to kind of bring me closer to who God was. And many, many years later, here we are, brother. Yeah. Doing the work of God every single day that we have a chance. And that's what, that's what our life is supposed to be about. That's awesome. Kind of have a strong woman beside of us and uh, not not necessarily behind us we want them beside of us that's right and uh walking alone beside of us so yeah man we've been married now for about going on nine years this this upcoming okay. year 20, 2023 yeah. and uh i don't know man i i can't think of anyone else that i would ever rather do life with she yeah. is perfect for me yeah. in so many ways I've, I've grown so much in my faith being next mm -hmm. to her uh, we have an amazing four-year-old little girl uh -huh. about to be five and uh -huh. going to regular school. And I'm secretly freaking out about that. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out, but you know, God is in control yeah. of all those things. And been with city church now for a couple of years, started coming into student ministry, mm -hmm. uh, did a little bit of work with them at their Fairview campus as their, as their 
uh, campus pastor for a little while, and now I fully transitioned into being a student camper, campus yeah. pastor yeah. full time. So, yeah. you know, it's a uh, it's meaningful work. Yeah, ministry certainly. It's a uh, and it's something that once you start to do it, you can't really stop. Hmm. It becomes such a part of your life, yeah. and I think that's the way that God intended it for many people. Yeah. Not saying that everything that you do has to revolve around the church per se, but every aspect of your life mm-hmm. should revolve around the work of God. You know, as right. believers, for me and you, there's no such thing as the sacred and the secular. It's all His. It's all one. It's all His. Wait, it's, it's us. Man. Now we're here, man. This now, amazing podcast yeah, for you, Kingdom yeah. Men. So excited. Yeah, just growing it, man. New avenues. You know, That's technology right. changes. We have to change with it. Just another avenue to, um, to just reach out to people and and the podcast has been great i've gotten people send me emails or feedback from california i think i got one the other day from texas that people are finding us on the various platforms so it's really cool it's open yeah it's it's awesome so they a couple of people have invited me to go on their podcast and have offered to come on ours here and um yeah I, i don't know how well california or texas those guys would be able to translate southern speak but uh I'm, I, i'll do what i can you know just again i'll all for the glory and, and that's just really what we're here and and it's just it's what we do i mean again just furthering that word just you never know when what we say might strike somebody right. and, and they hit it and uh and then just get interested but I, I know we are happy to have you as our as our student pastor i mean it's it's been exciting and we're looking forward to it and i know you got a lot of folks that are in your corner and really excited um which could be one of your goals and and you know guys i know you we were are we're going to focus on talking about goals what what better episode than january 1st to talk about setting goals a lot of people a lot of us i'm included we always have new year's resolutions that's right anybody that knows me will tell you that when anytime you say you're going to set a new year's resolution i kind of cringe a little bit because resolutions are statements about what we're going to change i'm going to eat better i'm going to exercise i'm going to read scripture more i'm going to do this but they're that's all they are they're 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 very generic statements a goal goes a step further it takes that statement about what you want to change and it's measured and tracked and planned and so you can actually look at it on there and just interesting facts guys i i found some of these facts about resolutions versus goals 22% 22% of rev- resolutions fail after the first week. Wow. I, I actually thought, I, I mean, first week, 22, I was banking 35, to be honest. I, was, I, I thought that was a little low. 40% fail after a month. 50% fail after the first three months. 60% fail after six months. And only about 8% of people actually keep their resolution for the full year. That's catastrophic. That's pretty. It's, I yeah. mean, eight percent. Yeah, and, and it really probably is. Again, a resolution is, you know, I I wanted to eat better, and at the end of the year, you can feel self feel feel better about yourself. I ate a salad two weeks ago, so, I, <laughs> so you know, and it's all perspective, right? It still counts, right? It still counts, and and you know, so that that's why. Any, anybody I speak to in, in our groups and, and at work, we, we're all about, it's about goals. It's about, okay, what are you going to do? When are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? What's your plan to do it? And, and so 
want to spend time on this on this podcast and and what we're going to do too is is you know we, we do this podcast around the word of god and, and and we're really about the ministry so you know we're going to talk a little bit about you know what does scripture say well, you know how, how do, can we build our faith by setting goals throughout this new year so yeah i mean i don't know do you have any thoughts on on goals versus resolutions and well you know i like goals especially when you can stick to them i think everybody <laughs> does if, if you have yeah. something that you really want to commit yourself to uh I'm just not a big fan of the resolution thing. Yeah. Right. I, because to me that that sounds a little too much like inner resolve. That means that you've got to want it really badly, and it sounds very independent of mm -hmm. everything else. It sounds like you have this thing that you want to do for you, and you're going to resolve. You're going to harness all of those motivational speeches you have heard throughout the year and whatnot and you're going to stick to it and to be honest with you um i don't think that's enough yeah motivation for yeah. me is it's it's fleeting it's, it's not something that lasts very long it's very easy to say that you're going to do something and mm -hmm. be pumped up about it but most people unfortunately they hold on to that motivation feeling as the driver Right, the of that resolution, or even sometimes a goal. Mm -hmm. Wow, I feel great about wanting to lose weight, or I feel great about wanting to do X, Y, Z. Well, mm -hmm. what happens when you stop feeling great? <laughs> you know, it, most of the time, people are quitting left yeah. and right because maybe mm -hmm. the course got complicated or whatnot. Um, I would much prefer goals. Yeah, I think there, if there's a specific way that you can set yourself. Um, it's more meaningful and it it doesn't give you the cop out that you can say hey well i wasn't feeling it anymore right if you think about resolution that's all about your inner resolve a goal you might need people we, right? so oh yeah yeah you, you need might people. need people you, you do you, need you people you can't I do think this so. alone and right. that's the idea right uh I, i'm just not big on new year's yeah. resolutions and all that stuff yeah. especially now as as, as a business owner who deals with people with their finances and wow. their ability to get healthy and fit and all kinds of things, right? Um, everybody's, well, I'm, I'm going to do this this year. And my New Year's resolution is I'm going to spend less money. And then two months later, their yeah. statement looks yeah. the same, <laughs> if not worse. It does. Yeah. That's because, at least in my mind, and, and I'll say this, um, you need that component of accountability. Mm -hmm. When you resolve to do something, you're not really involving someone else. You want cheerleaders. That's right. When it's a resolution. Right. If it's a goal, that means you got to get other people on board. Yeah. You need stakeholders to drive you in that direction. We need some accountability partners. 100%. We need 100%. some brothers beside of us and behind us saying, go forward this. That's right. And, and you know, guys listening, uh, I, I, there are some scriptures that, that you may be familiar with. In Luke 14, 28, 33, Luke talks about planning to build the tower and how you have to have a plan. Nobody wants to get halfway into building the tower, run out of money, run out of resources, run out of time or whatever. So there's, there's actually some scripture that backs up, you know, one of, what if Paul's or in first Corinthians nine, uh, 26, 27, Paul actually says, therefore I do not run without a def definite goal, definite goal. I don't flail around like beating air. So even Paul is saying this is this is in the speech and this is in Paul's letter where he's talking about having that goal that we're all running the race to to win the prize, uh, and the prize is to spend eternity with 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 God. And 
and that's it part of goals too. One of the things I want to convey to the group here is, is that we can have goals other than finance, health, exercise, things like that. I, I really want to stress to our, our listeners and even ourselves is, you know, how can we in 2023 better our relationship with Christ? How, how can we do that? Again, I, I like what you said earlier about the January 1st resolutions is you can you can start something March 15th. Right. You could start something December 15th. I don't know what's magical about January 1st. I guess it's just the turning of the calendar, the you know? near. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on like the you know, things that you see or, or you can come out of like scripture as far as like the planning, the goals? And just... Well, you know, I, I will say this. Um, everyone should set goals. Yeah. That's something that it, it gives kind of a, a spice to life when you, mm-hmm. you're attaining different things outside of your faith, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing inherently wrong with saying, hey, I want to better my finances. Why? Because the Bible talks to us about yeah. you need to be good stewards of your money. That's right. That's it talks right. about treating your body like a temple. Of course, you need to have goals about how to treat your body better, et cetera, et cetera. But the idea is you don't have to wait for a new calendar year exactly. <laughs> to take exactly. home the challenge. That's, that's right. Is, this is something that we're supposed to do every single day, mm-hmm. that we have breath in our lungs, that we have the ability to serve and be with other men, kind of push each other in that direction. Um, but one of the things that I've been thinking about since we had this conversation about goals is, you know, a lot of what we begin to set as goals tends to come from a very, very personal place, but it's usually a very selfish place too. I think one of the qu- things that we have to do or one of the questions we have to ask ourselves as men is, how does this benefit the kingdom of God? Right. And how is yeah. this really driving the Great Commission forward? You know, go ye therefore to make disciples out of the nations. How does you getting in shape help you in that effort? Or you're just doing it for you? Mm-hmm. You know, this God is a jealous God. Right? Who are you doing these things for? Mm. Ultimately, this body doesn't belong to you. It belongs to him. Your mm. money doesn't belong to you. It belongs to him. Mm. We're just stewards of all those things that we give us. And I think oftentimes we don't give goals the importance that they deserve in the grand scheme of things. These are things that we need to do at, at a greater level for God, not mm. just to make ourselves feel better. Mm. I think that's just a byproduct of something that he can bless. When he knows you're doing it for him, he will bless you. Yeah. He will send people your way to keep motivating you if that's what you need at that point in time. Or maybe he'll have others around you that's going to be mm-hmm. like, well, your motivation just ran out. This is where you stick to your mm-hmm. discipline. <laughs> now you really start building something beautiful. Yeah. And all of that always points to our plans versus God's plans. And I'm reminded of Proverbs 16:9 that says, In their hearts, humans plan their course. But the Lord establishes their steps. Amen. It's and not it's, just the plan. Yeah. Is is God going to bless this? And that's something we really need to consider as men. Pray more. Think more about the goals that you're setting, how that's going to benefit the kingdom. What is God going to do through what you're doing? What are other people going to say when you tell them about your goal or your commitment or your resolution, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Is it going to point to you or is it going to point to him? Now, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sound extra Christian <laughs> or whatnot, but... Brother, this is the life you're <laughs> yeah, supposed yeah. to live, right? Yeah, that, that you're exactly right. No, and I love the way you put it, man. I, I 
throw, throw up an amen right there in the middle of that, man. I, I mean, lead, lead, lead the sermon, Pastor Obi there. I mean, ready to go. <laughs> so, so guys, it, it, let me, um, now we'll shift the gear. So we've established goals are important. Goals, we're going we're gonna to totally get away from this resolution speak. And, and we're going to focus on goals. So, so something that we use in the corporate world that can certainly be used here, because I know not everybody knows how to create goals. What, what does a goal do? How, how does it? So you may have heard of smart goal methodology. So, you know, we're going to walk through some of that. It should help you understand how to set attainable, measurable goals. So the S is specific. So what is it you're trying to achieve? Are you trying to read the Bible in a year? Are you trying to lose 20 pounds? Are you, what are you trying to do? Again, be as specific as you can. M is for measurable. We have to be able to measure against our goal. So you know, think about it. If, if you, that's, that's quantitatively being able to measure uh, time, uh, the volume of what you're trying to do. A is for attainable. Set realistic goals. You know, hey, guy, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to play Major League Baseball. My goal <laughs> in 2023 is to get drafted by the Atlanta Braves or, or somehow. Not, that's not happening, brother. That's right. That's, that's not attainable for me. I, I, I just So it has to be attainable. Something that not a slam dunk, not a, not a, not a layup goal. It has to be something, something definitely attainable but a stretch goal. R is for relevance or realistic. You know, be sensible about your goal. You know, how does it, how is it relevant to you in your growth, in your walk? You know, it, it's one of those things that I, I want to read through the gospels every two months. That my main goal is to strengthen my relationship that you, you talked about. And T is time bound. You know, that's our line in the sand. That's when we want to have this done by, um, so, so we can look back. At, at the journey, look at the plan, look and say, here was my goal. This is how we measured it. And I, I attained it. So, I like what Napoleon Hill says about it. He says that a goal is a dream with a deadline. That's right. A, dream a goal with is a, a, de- a dream with a deadline. And oftentimes we want to remain in the dream world <laughs> instead yeah. of reality. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and it can be tough. And, and, and again, I encourage everybody that if you're, if you're not, familiar with this process or actually setting goals, reach out. Like you said before, we need an accountability partner, you know, talk to somebody on how you can grow and, and just some, some examples of things, goals we can set is getting involved. You know, we, how can you get involved to grow the kingdom that you, you mentioned? How can we volunteer more time? You know, let's, let's face it, coming to, coming to church and setting in an hour sermon and that and, and leaving and not, cracking the scripture open again until the next Sunday. I mean, that's, it's not, not really what we're called to do. We right. we're called to get into that, man, get in, get into, get into volunteering, that's right. start a group, attend a group. We'd love to have you come to one of our kingdom men groups. We have men's groups as well. Um, so I, I thought that was the, 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 the smart methodology is one of the, that we always use at work and, right. and it's pretty good. And, some cautions against setting smart goals. What are some, 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 you may be thinking, so what are, if I set these goals, how can I attain these? Well, just a couple pieces of feedback is don't set your goals too far. Amen. If, if I want to do something by the end of the year, 
if I want to, if I want to read scripture, the, 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 the new Testament by the end of the year, if July 1st rolls around and I'm not halfway through there, I'm probably going to get discouraged and, and I'm probably just going to be like, well, I can't catch up now. If I want to lose 20 pounds uh, in, in six months, if four months rolls around, I'm at five pounds. I'm, I'm, I'm going to chunk it. I'm like, All right, it's not worth it. Set, set your goals in, in, in attainable chunks. Do it like read the gospel every two weeks. Right. Read and study. I always say people, you know, you know, read the read the Bible in a year. It's like, well, read and study it, right? I mean, understand what it says. So, I mean, that's just a couple of tips that I that I would I would say. And then look look for resources that already exist. There's tons of like U version plans. Hundred percent. Those things will remind you. Hey, Obi, you hadn't checked in with me lately. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think we forget that. We are not the only people in this planet with goals. That's right. There are so many other people that have wanted to do the things that you yeah. want to do. Mm-hmm. Hello, why yeah. reinvent the wheel? Right. You can get help. You can look at your partners around and say, hey, listen, this is what I've done. This is what has worked for me. Right. And it'll give you some insight. Is that really what you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> you can see all the struggles they had. Yeah. Are you prepared emotionally for something like that? If not, you might want to go back to the drawing board and reconfigure a little bit there's nothing wrong with that yeah it's uh it's uh it's not a failure it's a learning opportunity in that kind of way absolutely and if i can learn from other people's missteps or or trips or struggles you know i I think that's you're you're right let's don't try to reinvent the wheel let's let's see what's there i will say this uh, one last thought on some of those steps measurable right make sure you really think about how you're going to measure your success I think a lot of times you just focus on, I've got to do X, Y, Z, steps one, two, three, four, five, six. And as long as I do those, I'm good. And as you start doing those things, you forget to go back and say, okay, what have I done? Because mm-hmm. there's an inherent improvement when you start hitting those steps. And if mm-hmm. you don't remind yourself of what you've already done, chances are you're probably being too hard on yourself. That's why you quit. That's right. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, it's, it's for human nature and I can probably speak to myself is, is that if I do meet one of my goals, it doesn't have the same impact on me mentally as if I do not hit one of my goals. So, and again, it's something that we goals should be celebrated, not just, I didn't meet it. Right. You know, and, and, and we are, we all want to attain a hundred percent of our goals, but we can't throw away, like you said, we can't throw away what we learned. If, if you want to read scripture, uh, the New Testament in a year, and you get through three quarters of it, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. That's not, you shouldn't say, oh, my goal was to do it in a year. That, Hey, that's pretty good. I mean, it's something you haven't done before, right. but yet you're penalizing yourself from something you've never done before anyway. <laughs> that's right. Celebrate. The good things right. that have happened in your life since you started, right? Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, God is celebrating for you. He's he probably the biggest cheerleader there with you us. Know? Yeah. He rejoices in your time right. when, when you're committing to your goals. Yes, right. in the eyes of man, you may not have accomplished it all, mm-hmm. but it's that little bit that he's interested in. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, God is, you know, your relationship with God is kind of like a, a Netflix show. I think I said this in a sermon not too long ago. 
sometimes it takes a couple seasons for it to get good. There, right? there you go. Keep coming okay. back, and okay, as those characters mature and they keep trying and things get resolved. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, sometimes you got to keep replaying that tape. Keep, keep trying, keep trying to figure it out, and it will be rewarded in the end. I think so. I think so. Okay. Well, we're coming to the end of this episode. And uh, as everybody knows, I I like to throw down a challenge at the end of the episode. And this one's pretty easy. Uh, Again, I think this one was, this was probably a slam dunk talking about slam dunks in sports. This one was easy for me to come up with is guys write down two to three of your goals that you do want to achieve in 2023. Uh, Don't just write them down. You know, make them the smart goals. Again, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. And share them with somebody. Share it with your spouse. Share it with one of your, your brothers in Christ and encourage them. Actually, ha- get them to help you with that. Uh, and, and one goal and I, and it, that, that I will leave, leave you on that is a goal that all of us should have is to spend 15 minutes, 15 minutes daily with God. Amen. 15 minutes a day. That's that's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant time out. <laughs> so there you go, guys. I already gave you one. <laughs> that's right. And it's important, too, just if you look at the component of faith, we serve a big God who can accomplish anything, right? even when we can't. That's the purpose of that faith. There's nothing he can't do, and we believe that he journeys with us through those goals, and he has our best in mind. And the most beautiful part about that is that he's faithful. He's faithful. Regardless always. of whether you meet your goals or not. He's always, always faithful. Always. Awesome. All right. Well, Obi, I appreciate your time, as do all of our listeners. Looking forward to it. Uh, guys, keep keep listening. We'll keep doing these things. Keep providing your feedback. And we really do hope you guys had a great Christmas and a great New Year's. Thanks, Kingdom Men.